Oh, hey. I didn't see you there. It's data transfer episode 11. I'm Audrey. <laughs> I'm Corla. I thought you'd like that. I thought you'd be tickled by the the classic podcast intro. Oh, hey, I didn't see you there. <laughs> now, we all know Fortnite is cool, but you know what's even cooler? What's even cooler than Fortnite? What could possibly be cooler than Fortnite? <laughs> let me let me turn let me uh, turn this chair around so I can tell you. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. Uh, it's uh, it is two fifty five a.m. my time. Uh, but fear not, listener. I had a f- five hour nap, and so we're in pretty good shape, actually. Yeah, it's after dark. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's uh, data transfer after dark. After dark. <laughs> Terrible. Corla, how have you been? What's been going on? How you doing? Holy shit! So much has been going on. Um. Literally just in the last two days. Uh... <laughs> You're thinking about Come what on, you want to say, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I've got this uh, little gift from my sister. Like a, uh... a sister gift. Is that like a heaven wish? <laughs> a little multi-tool. It, what it is is a fucking tube with a little like like uh, a fleshlight sleeve on the inside that's supposed to serve as a basket. I was going to say this could be anything. And then you made it very specific. (laughs) Oh no, no, this thing rules. It's just a fucking tube that you like, you you put uh, your weed in and it makes it hot and activates it. And then you put oil or butter in there with the weed. Ooh. And it can infuse it. So it like vapes your cannabis into butter yes it t- it wow. takes it and just goes from regular ass ground flour you don't even got to pick out the seeds or stems or nothing because you're Damn. filtering all of the solid matter out as soon as you're done with the with the infusing step yeah so so i've just been making myself some butter and doing some baked goods getting getting my baking skills de-rusted hell yeah i always liked um uh, when allegedly I uh, enjoyed cannabis uh, in in a past life, I uh, always liked edibles more than I liked. Uh, <laughs> she takes a little bite. Uh, <laughs> I always enjoyed edibles more than I enjoyed uh, uh, smoking or flour because it always felt like like I would get this locked smile when the when the when it would come up, you know? Yeah, it's just like. Just like creeps across my face and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you feel it just kind of like spread from your chest outward. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I guess I'm sitting here for the next hour. Yeah, well, <laughs> my favorite, I've told this story before uh, on another show, Radio Free Topic. You can find it at radio, rftb.me. Uh, Patreon is patreon.com slash rftb. Uh, but you have maybe heard this story before, but I'm going to tell you again. Um the first time I ever had any cannabis whatsoever was an edible and uh, we're sitting there at our respective computers having eaten these brownies, my partner and I. And uh, I remember looking at the screen and not being able to read. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like I can't like, <laughs> you know, I ate the brownies kind of half forgot about it. I was like working on some schoolwork and then I was just like, Oh, I don't, I don't know how to read anymore. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they were potent, we'll say. 
Yeah. My first time was uh kind of the opposite. I got like glued to my computer. Sure. Um I was journaling on my laptop specifically. I had it with me because I was a fucking dweeboid. And, um, <laughs> was. Shut up. I had it in my lap. I was taking notes, just like writing down the whole experience. And it it got me through the whole panic of it. I was Heart not having racing. a great time. <laughs> so it might be like. <laughs> yeah. Heart racing. <laughs> No, for real, just sitting there like tap, thinks tap, Adam tap Sandler is funny. <laughs> I should watch Waterboy again. Oh my god, <laughs> we should watch Waterboy together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. We were talking <laughs> about watching Adam Sandler, uh, but uh, I I was recently uh, on a on an aircraft, uh, uh, a. Uh, a beautiful Boeing 737 operated by Alaska Airlines. I'm going to buzz market an airline. That's stupid. Um, but I was on my way out to see you. And I was looking at the in-flight entertainment, which they have removed the screens from the back of the seat back. There's no longer screens on the thing, but they do have free network on the plane that has media that you can watch. So you're right? expected to just like have your own tablet. Yeah, watch it on your phone or your tablet. And I watched the first 20 or so minutes of Billy Madison, and they definitely managed to work in uh, an, a transphobic uh, joke in the first 20 minutes. So that was pretty cool. He's uh, He goes to the mailbox to pick up his porno that uh, had arrived that day. And included in it is a is a magazine called Chicks with Dicks. Uh, he takes one look at it and goes, he's like, ugh. He makes this like gross face. Okay. Away. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate that. Thanks, thanks for taking a swipe at us for basically no reason. I'm real glad that like there's like a whole bunch of ladies that you're not going to. Fu- you're married. It doesn't matter. Like it who cares matter. about your opinion on anyone's penis mm-hmm. except your own. But still, that just keep that to you and your wife, really. Yeah, still nobody cares about what you think of your penis, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Unless you can make a real good tight five out of it. <laughs> tight five inches. <laughs> tight five inches is very strong. That's very, very good. <laughs> yeah, I that, love that. that immediately brings to mind some severe phimosis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh... <laughs> Now, how have you been, hon? Oh, fuck. Uh, Miserable. So I (laughs) I, uh, got a job, and then I didn't think I had the job, and then it turns out I had the job, and so I had to, like, I put in my two weeks, and then I unput in my two weeks, and then I re-put in my two weeks, and it was just a whole nightmare. And uh, all the while, I'm, like, trying to get ready to move, yeah. So that's great. I spent a lot of time this evening. Uh, I'm doing laundry tonight. I'm kind of getting ready to stage for for the weekend. It's we're recording this on a Friday. Getting ready to stage for the weekend to get ready to move on Monday. And it's a hellish nightmare. Cannot recommend moving. It sucks. No. Nobody likes doing it. No, it sucks pretty bad. Yeah. But uh, we persevere, 
And uh, we also review an episode of Digimon. How would you feel about doing that? Wow, cutting it short for yourself. All right, all right. Yeah, it's fine. I I it's... really don't have. I got I got broken up with by a by a paramour pretty Aww. recently. That's great. It's just Aww. it's a whole bunch of shit that happened, and uh, it all sucks. And I don't really want to talk about it here. So. Okay, fair. You could talk about how like your your remaining girlfriend has a rocket ass, I guess. <laughs> And how that's gotten you through the Do hard times. Do you feel times. good about referring to yourself as my remaining girlfriend? <laughs> no, I don't. No, I really had to consider that bit before it came out my lips, but it totally did. So I guess my brain went, "Yeah, there's something funny about that." That's extremely good. Well, I guess we could mention we've we've mentioned that we're we're poly on this program, right? Have we talked about yeah. that at all? Okay, cool. Yeah, I couldn't I remember that. Aired a little bit of the laundry around here. Yeah, yeah, feels feels okay. Um, cause this, this show, as much as it is about these little digital guys, it is about our love. Yeah. Our, our poly love. Yeah. We love it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's get back to some Digimon. I'm into it. Uh, we are going to review episode 11 of the program. The dancing Digimon. <laughs> Joe and Sora check out a nearby church for signs of life and find anything. But see, now I'm intrigued because this particular plot synopsis, it's got a little bit of a of a flare in the in the intro there and find anything. But I'm like, what the fuck did they find? I'm excited. The 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 one kid who's been writing this the entire time, like uh, had to really try hard to get through his English English class the, the previous year. So once he was out for summer break and, and writing more episode synopses, he's like, oh, I got the, I got the, I'm going to throw a little bit of humor, a little bit, a little bit of dramatic irony. I'm going to bring the heat. I'm going to bring you the heat. You, be, you better have you better have a grill because I'm going to be lighting it up. <laughs> OK, there's a so there's a header on this one. It's called synopsis. Why don't I read? Why don't I read some of that? Joe and Gummamon are floating through the ocean on a bed. Joe starts to freak out because Gummamon is eating all the food and he is seasick. He's it's um, totally true. He's um, um, um. Um, yeah, no. Gummamon's just living his best life, being the coolest rookie Digimon with the most power. And the I'm totally stuck on this concept. And like, it's... It feels so true to me, and I, I never saw it when I was younger, but now that I'm uh, an older person, uh, I feel like Gomamon just fucking rips. Like, I love his voice actor. I love I love everything about Gomamon. Gomamon's my shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. No, this episode definitely has me more and more uh, on, on his side. Um, just Just with this eating bit alone... His, his justifications are as follows. One, we're out on the ocean and you, you're seasick so you can't even keep the food down. Right. And two, I need food to digivolve, which are both very fair points. Joe also has the point on his end, they don't know how long they're going to be drifting or like if they're going to encounter anything along the way at all. So like there, there wouldn't be a need to digivolve if like their only opponent is is like dehydration, sure, sea madness. 
Uh, it does turn out that they do have an, a, a, a more significant enemy. Well, not to downplay the, the dangers of dehydration or starvation. Those are pretty, pretty potent foes. I was going to say, this is already a really dire situation. Yeah, it super sucks. Uh, it gets even worse when a giant crate floats over to the bed and Ogremon is inside of it. I oh. laughed forever. I la- I'm still laughing about it. It was so good. <laughs> this crate this, this crate just like floats over and Joe's like, maybe there's like coffee and cakes and food and like fruit and veggies and pasta and uh, it's going to be great. We're going to open it. It's going to be so good. Nope. Ogremon. I did not see that coming. It was extremely good. Extremely it's good so twist. so funny. Okay, Audrey, in Half-Life 1, okay. there's, uh, for just a very short period of the game, there's a recurring bit where soldiers pop out of boxes. Wow. <laughs> and, like, I'm picturing that every single time. It, uh, Can you imagine? You're Gordon Freeman. And you're moving through a facility. You got your SMG with your underslung grenade launcher. You're ready to go. You're ready to rock and roll. And a fucking ogre mod comes out of a box <laughs> to hit you with a club. Do you think? Do you think gunfire would stun an ogre mod? Do you think that the ogre mod would be like riddled with bullets and killed, or do you think that he is uh, more bulletproof than that? I think this is covered in the Japanese version, in the pre-dub version of the show. Yeah. There's like there there are guns in there. I don't know if any of them get fired at Digimon. I don't know if fucking <laughs> I okay, I listened to the first episode of the program and I spent a fair amount of time or was it the second? May have been the second episode. I was listening back to earlier shows. We just released by the way, so welcome to the uh to the meat and potatoes of the program. This is the weekly episode for this week. Um, I spent a fair amount of time saying the word Blicky on an episode talking about <laughs> spraying down Pokemon and shit. <laughs> and this may happen in the Japanese version. I feel vindicated. <laughs> I like that you call them Pokemon. Well, I, I talk about Pokemon in the episode. That's oh, I'm okay. Like, in the episode, I say something along the lines of like, what if Giovanni just racked a sniper rifle and took out Ash's Pikachu? <laughs> I think Ash would have recourse to the Pokemon board or something like that. He's literally the mafia. You can just have your opponent's team whacked. <laughs> I want that of- Needle King dead. Send a couple of tufts over to Professor Oak's place. Just fucking bash, <laughs> bash his muck in with with a there's, pair of baseball bats. There's a fucking ponytail head in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're going for actual Godfather. I'm just yeah, sure. Just off the wall here. Hey, so a crate floats over the bed, and Ogremon is inside of it. <laughs> it's true. He just Surprise. fucking. Rah! <laughs> like he comes out, he's like so stoked to be there. I love it. He spent, you know, you know, this was like he was actually impressed with his own planning skills on this. He's one. like, he's like oh, oh shit, I'm gonna get in, in this box. box. I'm gonna float out to the fucking bed they're on, and I'm gonna oh. beat the shit out of a child with a club. <laughs> do you think? Do you think Leomon gave him a little push so you could catch up? <laughs> like he gets in the box, he's like, all right, now, now just, just kind of nudge me in there, just push the box. <laughs> Just push the box. <laughs> <laughs> he 
possessed Leomon is just like, I will not push the box. <laughs> Gummamon, so Ogremon begins to attack him with his club. Gummamon calls in his army of fish, but even with so many of them, they can't stop Ogremon. And, and he says the coolest shit in the universe. He does. He drops some fucking immortal science of Marxist-Leninist communism on uh, on your ass. He says some. Let's. They don't have the quote in the fucking synopsis, which I was hoping they would. It's it's along the lines of when the weak band together, they can even take down the big and powerful. Yeah. Joe's like, it's how the fuck are true. these tiny little fishes doing anything to that guy? And, and Gomamon's <laughs> like, it's solidarity, baby. Power <laughs> of the worker. Like, yeah, Gomamon's like, fucking band together. We have nothing to lose but our chains. Gomamon <laughs> turns directly to the screen and says, have you ever considered the value of a bolt of linen? It's fucking great. <laughs> As he is about to attack Joe, Gomamon digivolves into a Kakamon. I assume that he is Ogremon in that sentence. Gomamon digivolves into a Kakamon. Uh, he is able to escape with Joe on his back. Unfortunately, he is tired and hungry and turns back into Gomamon, and the two start to sink. Oh, this bit is horrifying. Yeah, it's really fucked. Joe's like relying on his friend to get him out of there because the bed's gone. The bed's like. I don't know where the Humble hell. whacked in half, yeah. Yes, thank you. Yes, it was beaten to death by a man. First of all, okay, I gotta by go a back green to this. Man. He's he's just in his crate, like like as far as like where this where's this fight gonna go? His opponent, his opponent has like a swimming form. Right, they could they could just yeah, leave, right. and they do. And they did. That. And he's like, ah, curse you for swimming. <laughs> Stay in my box and pout. Do you think he knew where he was going? Like who he was going to go fight? Or was it just like, <laughs> I'm going to get in this box and find someone to fuck up. <laughs> it's like, I hear a child. I hear a child. It's working. <laughs> just wait till I tell Debbie about this. He told it's me this is a stupid plan. Debbie was like, you're stupid as fuck. <laughs> Just just put him in the box, Leomon. I do not want to see him again. <laughs> this was Devimon trying to like ship him somewhere. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, I love this bit. So th- we have this horrifying scene where Ikakamon is sinking into the sea. Slowly, as he becomes more and more exhausted. And Joe's like, what, the f- what am I gonna do? And what he does do is sink into the fucking ocean. Uh, and then it cuts the fuck away. <laughs> it's just like, bye. Okay, well, he's dead. <laughs> you want to watch Sora fish for a minute? Sure. Let's do it. Sora is sitting on uh, like beach. Uh, meanwhile, Sora is fishing and hooks up something big. When she pulls it up, it turns out to be Joe and Gomamon. Uh, Joe is unconscious, and Gomamon explains to Sora and Biomon what happened. He says that he is worried about Joe's confidence after what happened, uh, and to get it back, they should make Joe their leader. Which is, that's an interesting <laughs> bit of, like, psychological torture uh, that they're putting on Joe to, like, <laughs> hey, 
You just got up. <laughs> well, wake up. You just you, got you, the salt water out of your lungs. <laughs> exactly. You just expelled a gallon of salt water from your lungs. Lead us! <laughs> You're dry heaving. Because, again, you didn't get to eat. Right. Your fucking gummamon betrayed you and ate all of the food. <laughs> Fucking the best part is is the way Gomamon is like, we should make him leader is he's <laughs> So it's like, hey, he almost died, right? Gomamon goes, Oh, he's fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, no, he's what's great. the problem is his confidence is shot now because he right. fucked up so bad. Well, and it turns like little spoiler for later in the episode, it turns out Gomamon's pretty much right. I mean, yes, he is right. He's a very perceptive little boy. But also on another on another end, Joe didn't do anything wrong here. He's like, why Joe, the fuck did Joe you did eat all the wrong. food? Yeah. Why did Joe you did eat all the wrong. food? And then As usual, he Joe drowns did nothing because wrong. he can't swim, which like that that is on him, but also like he hasn't had the time to learn since since he entered a situation where it's kind of necessary. I can swim incredibly slowly. Mm-hmm. And with like no coordination whatsoever, I can't make any fucking moves in the water. I, I like rely on my body fat to like float me around as I go. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. That's a good way to get around, honestly. Just water strider mode. Sure. Um, yeah. But uh, I I learned to swim when I was younger. I'm I'm pretty decent at that. Wow, proud of you. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll swim my way into your heart. Oh, you already did that. Yeah, I'll 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 walk up to a statue in the gym and I'll use the swim HM and it'll it'll allow me to swim through solid areas so I can go through your chest and into your heart. <laughs> meant to be more romantic there. than it was, I but I'm I so stoked. I left you hanging there, and I'm pretty happy about it. <laughs> Joe then wakes up and is shocked to find out that they want him to lead them. He is finally convinced and embraces his new position, and he embraces it with such vigor that he is instructing them to do army marches. I'm imagining him to, like, can you imagine Joe being like, Hup, two, three, four, I don't know what I've been told. <laughs> Horrible thing that people say, because all of these things are like, oh, fucking so racist and like so like i was literally in that moment i was trying to think of one that i could say but i can't say any of them because they're all awful yeah it's it's almost as if the military is primarily made up of the bottom 20 percent of any given class and also that uh that reinforcing racism allows you to break down solidarity between the people that make it up allowing you to have better control over them as they're higher up it is almost like that. Uh, I will. I serve looks before I serve this country. Yeah. I serve looks every fucking day. I'll serve ice cream out of my asshole before I serve this country. I mean, who are you serving that to? Because it's not me. I would not eat ice cream out of your butt. I like. I don't think I would eat ice cream out of your butt. It's too tacky. It picks up too much stuff. I was going to say, I really don't know if I know someone who'd be down for that. <laughs> Good. Normally, normally, I'm like, oh, I know someone who's into that. This one, hmm. Uh, weird. 
We are making terrible time this episode, I have to mention. I, I know, I know we are, but we don't have to be, we have to be super fast. That's true. Also, I love you. I love you too. Then they hear <laughs> bells and the group sees a church in the distance. Joe takes them there and he goes in to find a group of people in masks dancing. He gets oh. everyone else and they are shocked to see other humans. I was also shocked to see other humans for a second. I was like, what the fuck? are all these people doing here? I I immediately knew it was up, um, but only because I saw them. And I was like, oh, these are horrific fucking, <laughs> like, grotesqueries. Yeah. yeah, like, like horrible attempts at human. Uh, when, but th- then I realized it's just they're wearing a mask. Truly. Uh, but it's still, like, they're all, they're all dancing in a ring in a coordinated fashion, wearing very passive smiling masks. It yeah. is quite upsetting. Just out of nowhere, Joe's like, oh, I wonder if there's people here. Oh, it's hell. Yeah, well, we're he in just hell reports now. back. <laughs> like, oh, there's people. Also, it's hell. <laughs> one of them comes and takes Joe's group inside. Uh, one of the masked figures. He says that they are celebrating the Bakemon holiday and would love to have them all as guests. Now, these are Japanese children. Yes. Joe mm-hmm. Kido, Taichi, Tachikawa, right? Uh, Bakemon, you put an O on the end of that, and that's monster. Also, in Japanese. Also, Bake means ghost. So it's there you go. Ghostmon. He's like, fucking Ghostmon holiday. And they're like, okay, fine, let's go. It seems a little. Seems a little weird to me. They're like, maybe it's like a Casper ghost. <laughs> sure. Friendly ghost. <laughs> uh, Gumamon asks the man why they honor Bakemon because he is a bad Digimon. There are no bad <laughs> Digimon, just bad trainers. It's so good. They're like this. This clearly what appears to be a priest or minister takes them into his church and they go, hey, your god sucks shit, by the way. He's a total nerd. <laughs> your god sucks. Stop it. He calls him a loser. They do. They call him a loser. It's very good. <laughs> it's so funny. I wish I had that kind of fucking balls. <laughs> the man gets very mad and reveals that he and everyone else are Bakemon. Oh, God. In the coolest moment, I... I'm going to say this is the coolest moment in the show so far. One of the coolest things that I find in this program is when the fucking mask cracks. That was cool. Yeah, I like that's that. actually I like that a, a great lot. moment. And then they immediately undercut it by playing it again in picture in picture mode. <laughs> right. Yeah, you get the pull away and it's like, hey, uh, Bakemon uh, is going to crack out of this fucking man's body. <laughs> who is clearly an illusion but uh i i was i was very into it i mean yeah he um, cracks out of them like butterfree out of a metapod shell it's fucked it's true can you like do you think that they have to like sweep up all the metapod husks like at the <laughs> at the butterfree preserve i mean they do have to like clean up pupas and chrysalids so i have to assume yeah. that yeah professor oak has to deal with a whole bunch of fucking shell Oh, and shed skin from all the snake Pokemon. All the Ekans's, yeah. Oh, God, and just how many fresh hells, how many unique fresh hells of shit are there amongst Pokemon? Think, okay, who makes the rancid, most rancid shits? 
a fall Pokemon. Garbodor. Literal garbage I Pokemon. I don't know that one, but it's probably if I guess it would be a living being, so it would probably have to excrete some sort of waste material. And I think a creature made of garbage would probably shit pretty weird. <laughs> Alternatively, let's just leaves a pop can like on the ground. That's like how he shit. Alternatively, uh, you want something that like it, it's like roasting so that the smell is as bad as you can possibly get. So probably like a mag cargo or a heatran or like a magmar yeah taking it back to gen one to pokemon i know about <laughs> i'm so sorry hon i'm so <laughs> sorry that your 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 growth has been stunted and and like experiences have been taken away from you and we're we're gonna get you back into a better place where it's you funny no more pokemon i figured out how to get pussy and the pokemon wasn't quite as much of a fucking priority I've for a minute. Completely there. forgotten how to get pussy. Just ah well. Just it'll come around. I uh I forgot that move to learn another one. <laughs> TM sixty nine get pussy. <laughs> oh fuck. Joe's group is surrounded and Gummon and Biamon are too hungry to digivolve. They are all then kidnapped by Bakemon. Uh, Joe and Sora are tied up to be eaten by the Bakemon. They have comically large salt and pepper shakers, which I think was a very good touch. It's very it's funny. It's so funny. <laughs> While Gamamon and Biamon are thrown in a jail cell, they realize that they must escape. Did it take a whole lot of realization, synopsis writer? Oh, they realize that to escape, they must trick the guard. Damn it. God damn it. Good I try, hon. Thanks. He had been sleeping, but Gomamon wakes him up by throwing a rock. He and Biomon tell him that he is bad at being evil because he is not taunting them. This <laughs> fucking rules. This scene is so good. This scene is the best shit so far in this show. By my, by my measure, really? best part so far is them just teaching this poor, impressionable guy, hey, if you want to be evil, you gotta, like, taunt us. You gotta, like, take some food that that we want to eat and dangle it just far away enough that we can't get it just inside of our rage is where you need to dangle it they (laughs) they leave a little closer and then they beat the hell out of him they leave a bunch of welts on his head they like full-on pull his arms through the cage and beat the crap out of him (laughs) like it sucks (laughs) if they weren't cute little creatures this would be a brutal scene yeah, right. Can you like, imagine like if fucking uh, 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 Guillermo del Toro uh, directed this scene, it would be really <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, a guy that got his arms bitten off. Right. It's uh, funny. The Bakemon says he doesn't know how and the prisoners will have to explain to him uh, what they want and get it, but not let them have it. OK, they tell him that they are hungry and should get food, but not give it to them. The Bakemon gets some bananas, which are the fucking grossest looking bananas I've ever seen in an animated program. <laughs> They're like brown. Oh, I thought these... I thought the joke was going to be that the bananas were inedible, that he like brought them rotten bananas and they were going to be like, oh, gross. No, they're just digi nanners. Digi nanners. <laughs> uh, at the same time, Joe and Sora are about to be eaten by the Bakemon who combine all into a huge one, who all combine into a huge one. When it is about to get them, 
Dang, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. Their partners show up in Digivolve. <laughs> in uh, it's sort of a yes, the whole thing, yes, every time. Uh, because earlier in the episode, we watched Gummon Digivolve into a Kakamon. We got the full. We got the whole thing, right? <laughs> and then we get it again when he evolves into Akakamon again, as well as for Biomon. Yeah, we get it. Like, normally they at least compress it if they're going to do it one after the other. But they're like, no, no the it's, thing. it's split apart by five or six seconds. Therefore, it's got to be the full thing. Right. Also, uh, also the way that they combine the fucking Bakemon, uh, they're, <laughs> they're chanting a bunch of shit. Uh, as Akakamon and Bergamon fight the Bakemon, Joe and Sora run and hide behind some gravestones. Bakemon is winning, but Joe is determined to help their partners beat him. He starts saying a chant to get Bakemon to lose his power and starts hitting Sora's beanie in a rhythm. That is not a beanie, that is a helmet. You hit a beanie <laughs> in a rhythm, it would be... It would be nothing. You would just... That's Nothing some, would happen. That is some incredibly experimental percussion, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got it all mic'd up and you put a fucking <laughs> reverb on it. It just goes... <sighs> <laughs> it really does. It just sounds like the recording of you blowing into your DS microphone. <laughs> Bakemon then starts to shrink. And is Akakamon and Bergamon, and, and then Akakamon and Bergamon are able to beat him. We have to talk about like the actual chant though. <laughs> oh yeah, what 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 did he say? He's like, I I saw this thing about a Roman philosopher who, who said something about mind over matter, so we just had to think about Bakemon getting weaker. <laughs> the crazy shit is, and this is what I alluded to earlier with Joe being a good leader, is that it fucking works. He goes, Bakemon lose your power. Bakemon lose your power. Bakemon lose your power until it, <laughs> it starts to lose meaning. Like it starts to, you just become syllables that wash over you. But Bakemon is like, <laughs> so this is some wild localization choice because what he's doing here is like a little Shinto prayer, just a little yeah. uh, spirit warding thing. It's a, it's a ghost. It's a spirit. He's literally just doing a thing that is like relatively well known in Japan. Right. As like basically a good luck charm. He's knocking on wood, essentially. Yeah, he's got the evil eye hanging. And then the uh, dub makes it <laughs> fucking some Nietzschean I mind over matter yeah, wild I had, I, bullshit. I, I saw a motivational speaker one time. Yeah. <laughs> saw some fucking uh I can't summon any motivational speakers. Tony Robbins. I saw a Tony Robbins uh <laughs> seminar. <laughs> On making ghosts go away. Uh, <laughs> I would love to see that. Honestly, I would love to yeah. see Tony Robbins step into just wild bullshit mode for one session. One I lecture. wish I had a Tony Robbins impression so that I could just be like, so the, what you need to do. I'm, I'm glad you anyway. don't. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest. The ground opens to reveal many black gears, which all break apart. Uh, they then head back to Infinity Mountain. So what I what I want to talk about there is so the very first reunion tour episode where it's Ty and Matt, they get back together and they blow open the mountain 
to reveal the Black Gears, Garuruman fucking uh, Blue Blaster, not Blue Blaster. What does he have? Enhanced Blue Blaster. <laughs> howling you know, Blaster. Howling Blaster. It gives him the Howling Blaster and the, the, the gears reverse, right? Mm-hmm. This feels more like a like a Dark Souls quest complete trigger. Like you gotta, you know, they defeated Bakemon, and so then the gears, the ground opens up, the gears show up, and then they reverse. Yes, this absolutely does feel like a yeah, yeah I beat Radon. That sure is a lot of stars. That's a lot of stars. This uh-huh. is probably not a great thing that's happening that I did, and it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get to go to Noxtella. Or yeah. Nocron. You get to go to Nocron. And you have to you get to see the fucking uh like larval space creature yeah. the, the thing hanging see. from the ceiling the gravity fucker yeah the astel yeah or no it's not an astel it's a, a falling star beast no no falling star beasts become the other one whose name i can't remember which become astels yeah it's like an unformed star or something like that. malformed star malformed star yeah welcome to that's elden a little ring. elden ring digression Pod. for that ass we need to finish Elden Ring. We need to get around to that. We I'm do. Gonna... I keep telling you to do so, and then you keep being like, my, I'm busy and my life is falling apart. I keep, you yeah, I keep being like, wow, everything's fucked and I can't do anything. So. <laughs> and then I'm like, wow, fine. Don't play games with me then. Yeah, no. We've just been playing uh, a little bit of Gunfire Reborn. Yeah. Look that up if you're interested in what little, game that is. No friendly, furry, first-person shooter. Hey, Corla. Yeah? Are people horny for Pokemon? Holy shit, are they? I've had on the other monitor this whole time. Here, take a trip with me. Let's go find an octagon. <laughs> Come on down. Um, <laughs> holy shit, it's wild. No matter which side you go on, whether people are like into a lady Pokemon or just a Pokemon with a penis, either way, they want it all. They want okay. huge ones. There's wow. fucking... There's this, there's, there's this one right here, Bakemon with like full snaggletooth going on with four different upper teeth, and she's getting like stuffed up in her boobies. Okay. And then there's just a whole bunch of them where he's got a big flopping dong or dinger. Hmm. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's really know. wild. It's 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 the same with booze from Mario. For some reason, when people want to draw porn of these cartoon ghosts, they're like big penis or alternatively big boobum. Or in this case, big boobum with big dick coming out of the boobum. Yep. Crazy. That's wild shit. Wild shit. <laughs> I, do, I do love this one. Where she's got big boobs and she's just saying boobies with a hyphen in it. Great. Cool. <laughs> and the description says she gone spooked a spunk out of you. Out of your spunk spooking. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm spooked solid. Uh, I forget. Do we do the ratings and then the digital champion? What do we do? Uh, we kind of flip flop around on it. Let's uh, sure. let's get our ratings out the way. Okay. 
Uh, I'm going to call this a champion level episode. It's the first time that we really get like horror elements. Mm -hmm. I think I kind of like that. The fucking mass cracking was very cool. And uh, just all around great episode. I like the I like recognized it as like a Shinto chant thing. I thought that was pretty cool, even though it was like Tony Robbins told me to do Shinto chant. Um, yeah, great episode. Champion for me. Yeah, honestly. Uh, I'm giving this one an ultimate. Wow. This episode for sure has had my attention. Like it had my attention the whole time. Got Mm. a whole bunch of big laughs out of me. Most of them intended. (laughs) Right. Um, like there was a, there's a lot of like genuine tension with the fucking horror element of, oh God, they're all dancing. Why are they dancing? Right. It's like um, you ro- you rock up to that village in Elden Ring and everybody's dancing and you're like, this uh, sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's got some real like, oh, there's, there's things happening here beneath the surface kind of element to it. That's true. Uh, Literally, when when Ikakuman just kind of drifts off to sleep with Joe on his back, and right. then and he he just has to watch his friend let him down to his potential death. Yeah, it's, you can drown on digital water, apparently. Yeah, it's terrifying. That whole bit had me like, oh god, oh god. I remember not being able to swim. This is not good. Yeah, it's spooky. Um, yeah, great, great episode. Absolutely had me had me enjoying myself the whole time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we got one more little thing that we do each episode. We determine who you who is your digital champion. Yeah, and for me, my champion this episode is gotta be Sora. Okay, like. Okay, so we didn't talk a whole lot about Sora and Bioman, um, but this whole time Sora, uh, her VA is really getting a lot of personality through with each of her yeah. lines. Um, she's got a lot of like, <laughs> okay, I oh, oh this is happening now. All right, <laughs> kind of stutter and and uh, and surprise to her that really really pushes it through. Also, her introduction immediately after her friend, un- unbeknownst to her, is like drowning. Although now I think about it, if Ikakumon's pretty big, right? Yeah, yeah, big dude. And I don't imagine the current would have pulled them very far if Joe's still alive by the time he gets pulled out. Yeah. So they should have been in sight. <laughs> <laughs> they should have been like, is that Ikakumon? Oh, he he just de did he just de did evolved. He in trouble. <laughs> Sora should have been able to see on the horizon. Oh, hey, that's my friend slowly being lowered to his watery <laughs> grave. Okay, but Fucking even that's funny. not enough for me to take it back. Sora's adorable. This episode, she puts her hat to good use in a in a in a ritual to make a ghost tiny, uh, and. I, I love she she's great. She's she's one of my favorite characters on here. Would you like to know who my digital champion is? I do want to know. It's fucking Ogremon. <laughs> Ogremon is absolutely the digital champion this episode cuz he rocks up to Joe in the middle of the ocean in a crate. 
It's so good. It's so good. That's the wildest shit you could do. He's like, I've got it. He's on the ocean. He's in a boat. I'm going to get in a crate and ship myself to him. It's fucking incredible. It's, it's my favorite shit. It's my favorite shit. It's yeah. fucking incredible. I honestly, I cannot blame you for your pick. That is it was such an iconic moment. Yeah, incredible. I'm going to remember that for a long time. <laughs> uh, I hope, listener, that you remember for a long time uh, our plugs. Because, uh, well, you don't really have to remember them for a long time. You just got to remember them long enough to head over to the website or the podcatcher of your choice. Um, I'm going to start it off like this. Uh, I do a podcast called Radio Free Tote Bag. It's a show about relationships. Uh, it's great. We have a fucking awesome time on that program. Uh, you can find it at rftb.me. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at rftbaudrey. And that's it. That's my plugs. And as for me, this is my main project currently, but you can find me on Twitter at Corla Numono. That's K-O-R-L-A underscore N-E-U-M-O-N-O. And you can reach us uh, if you have questions or thoughts for the podcast at datatransferpod at gmail.com. I want to make sure I get that right from here on out. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, this was fun. Corla, I love doing this show with you, and I also love you. I do, too. It's so much fun having a reason to hang out and watch our little show together and just kind of coo at each other. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to eat a pint of ice cream and then go to bed. Fuck yeah, I'm going to continue stuffing my face with weed brownie. Get it, girl. Uh, I advise each of each one of you listening to this program to go out and get it yourself because uh, it's time to go out there and digivolve your ass off. Uh, thanks for stopping by, folks. Bye. Bye.